Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This is Fantasy Baseball Today from CBSSports.com. Welcome, everybody. It's our third base preview on Fantasy Baseball Today. Adam Azer, Scott White, and Nando DeFino. Hello, guys. Adam. Hi, Mike Adam. Trout or Miguel Cabrera? Nando, you first. Mike Trout. Why not? Uh, uh, kind of depends head-to-head in Roto for me, but more likely Trout. Welcome to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast from CBS Sports. High drive, center field, hit the wall, grand slam. This is magnificent. Got a fantasy question? Email fantasybaseball at cbsi.com. Get ready to win your league. Where fantasy becomes reality. Now here's Frank, Scott, Chris, and Adam. Welcome into the Fantasy Baseball Today reunion show on Thursday, January 13th. I am Frank Sample, joined by a wonderful cast of characters. First up, we have the greatest fantasy football podcast host in all of the land. It is Adam Azer with a 10 o'clock shadow. What's going on, Adam? I hate watching that stuff, man. <laughs> I really, that is, I'm uncomfortable watching that stuff. Uh, yeah, true story. I went on YouTube today and I just wrote Adam Azer, Scott White, Nando DeFino, and that was like one of the first things that came up. So <laughs> That was the best you could come up with? I thought it was pretty good. Was, you asked Nando a question about Mike Trout. He goes, yeah, Mike Trout. Yeah, why not? Why yeah, not? Good analysis I'm there. sure there was some context. <laughs> uh, anyway. Hey, you know Adam Azer stole that job from someone who's more famous than all of us right now? Ooh, uh, fact uh, or fiction, I guess we'll find out a little bit later on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nadotafino, what's going on, buddy? Adam How you doing, man? You are wearing a winter jacket. You are podcasting from your garage, so uh, I know it might be uncomfortable for you, but I appreciate it. No, this is great. I'll take it off if you want me to. The babies are asleep. I can only do it in the garage. <laughs> yeah, it's like 30 degrees outside, so please don't take off your winter jacket. Scotty Dubs, what's going on, Scotty? Yep. Yep. I'm here too. Believe it or not. (laughs) Fact. That is a fact. All right. You can already tell today is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have some fact or fiction. I've got a multiple choice question for Adam a little bit later on. And if we have time, I have no idea what's going to happen throughout the course of today's show, but we'll try to get to some fantasy feud. We'll wrap it up a little bit later on with the uh, Nando DeAzer family going up against the Scott White family. So you guys have two against one. It's a handicap match. Scott White, like there, that you that show that you just showed. Anytime we had a game or a bet, Scott White destroyed all of us. Even Al, poor Al took a volleyball to the head once because Scott White beat him in a in a game. <laughs> uh, for those who are listening or watching who have no idea who these gentlemen are, uh, these are guys who used to host this podcast. And you know, for the OG fantasy baseball today listeners, you obviously know who these guys are. I actually feel quite bad while I was making the rundown. I was like. I should have had Al Melchior on this as well, but it's just like, yeah, how are we going to fit man. five people on a podcast? I don't know. Like, whatever. I but love Al. Al on the next anyway. one. Just have Alan George Sedano on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure everyone follows Adam, of course. Follow him on Twitter at Adam Azer, A-I-Z-E-R. Follow Nando on Twitter at Nando DeFino, who is currently uh, drinking something that I cannot pronounce. And Tuwaka. 
Tuaka, yes. Uh, he, of course, is the co-host of the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I just listened to your most recent podcast, Nando, so good job. I like the well, team that you're putting together there. It's good stuff. <laughs> thanks, Frank, for that ringing endorsement. Do you want me to say that I hate it? I, I don't know. Yeah, you got me. Be honest. If you didn't like it, go ahead. No, I I, I enjoyed it. I Ian Khan will take that to heart. So. <laughs> <laughs> we had Ian Khan on recently, and he was great. Uh, we had him and Ariel Cohen on together, so it was actually a great podcast. Let's jump amazing. in to Fact or Fiction. This is going to be a combination of things. So, really, I don't think you introduced Scott, did you? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. He said a few no, things. They know. Yeah, no, uh, they know. I, I need no introduction. Now, Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what we're going to do here for Fact or Fiction is we've got a wide range of random things that might be true. I do have some baseball-related items. I have some Yankee-related items, which... You know, some of the listening audience, you're probably tired of me and Adam talking about the Yankees for years and years, but I knew that Adam was coming on and, and the only team that he follows, the only team I know he follows is the Yankees because we text each other quite a bit throughout the season, basically just yelling about the team and, and how much we hate them. So let's start with this. This first one is for uh, Nando and Adam, and it is a Yankee-related item. Joey Gallo I'm, I'm joined... I'm texting Adam right now. I'm not, not paying attention to the show. <laughs> Joey Gallo joined the Yankees on July 30th last season. From that point forward, his 160 batting average was the lowest among qualified hitters. Adam, you're up. Oh, I think that's fact. Nando? Uh, I'm going to say fact. It is a fact. Joey Gallo, yeah. 160 batting average, the lowest by far. Carlos Santana was second during that stretch with a 175 batting average. Uh, Joey Gallo had a 38.6% strikeout rate during that time. The ADP on Joey Gallo, I'll point out, this is the lowest that it's ever been. So I guess if you want to buy in on the bounce back, <laughs> now's as good a time as ever to uh, jump back in on Joey Gallo, the ADP 183.3 since December 1st. He's going just after Nelson Cruz. Let's get Scotty back in here. Scott, do you have any interest in Joey Gallo at that price? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I, I think that's, um, that's putting too much stock in what he did with the Yankees. I mean, the thing about Joey Gallo is he strikes out a ton He's he's a high variance player, so he's going to have two month stretches where he basically disappears, and that's been true throughout his career. But you know, his ninety five games with the Rangers, he had an eight sixty nine OPS, twenty five home runs in those ninety five games. So we're talking about what, like a forty homer pace? Like I I don't think he just broke when he went to the Yankees. I think he just slumped in the way. in, in the way that players like Joey Gallo can't do that abnormally bad way. But, you know, still still a big source of home runs over a course of a full season. Yeah, and uh, apparently he has some kind of weird ritual with putting his jersey on. So, I don't know. People like the, the New York media was giving him crap about that. There's a real story about it, so go check it out. Nando, uh, Joey Gallo is going right after Nelson Cruz. Who would you rather have between those two? Oh, Joey Gallo, 100%, man. Oof. I, you know, I, Nelson, I'm not a believer in Nelson Cruz every year to my own uh, detriment. So that's probably the wrong answer, but I, Joey Gallo, there's still a small chance that he'd give you some position flexibility. Um, you know, he'd come back angry. I don't know. I just, I, there's, he's just younger. I just like his home runs more. I don't know. Nelson Cruz just feels to me like he's going to break at some point. And I know it's happened for like the last five years, but I still feel like it's going to come. I don't want to have him the year that it happens. Yeah. You know what happens to these lefty hitters that go to the Yankees? These guys like, like, uh, Jason Brian McCann. <laughs> well, 
Mark Teixeira, uh, Brian McCann, and and Joey Gallo. I mean, they they fall in love with right field and they hit like crap. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly what happened here, but it does happen. Their batting average is plummet. They get very pull heavy. I'm sure Gallo has always been kind of pull heavy, of my guess anyway. Um, but I think they get a little seduced by it. Maybe it gets in their head a little bit. So it's he's not he's not the first lefty to uh, have to. I guess he would have needed more home runs to really fit the description. He was just bad all around. But I, I mean, he might have an even lower bat, batting average than usual with the Yankees. Frank, you're hurt, Adam. You're you're saying that Nelson Cruz and Joey, because I prefer Cruz to to Gallo, even though he said it, Gallo was a good value there. You're you're saying they're both going outside the top 180. That is who, correct, Scotty. Where people drafting? <laughs> What's going on? That's uh, crazy. A couple of hitters that are going just ahead of them: Robbie Grossman, Alex Kirilov, Avisael Garcia. Anthony Rizzo, Hunter Renfro, Ryan McMahon. Yeah. How could anybody take Gallo over? Sorry, Nando. How could anybody take Gallo over Cruz? Like, is it eligibility? Uh, I think that's part of it. I think Nelson Cruz is forty-one years old, so uh, there's also a chance that he just he, retires. So he did. He did. Like uh, he he wasn't. He showed his first slippage really in years with the Rays. Rays so yeah. I mean, I, it's it's possible this finally brings about the end. But you know, I'd, I'd rather gamble on him. Uh, on that not be good, Nando. I, track record. I oh, called Nando out. So. Remember how Jose Bautista fluttered out? I mean, like I just, I just remember the end of careers for a lot of these people, and it comes quickly. It's, I mean, it's yeah. a bit of a miniature progression with little signs, but when they crash, man, they go from like 270, 35 home runs to 220, 22 home runs very yeah. suddenly. So I don't know. I'm just worried about that very suddenly part. At least Joey Gallo, you know, you know what you're getting to a degree. No, you definitely know what you're getting. I mean, if there's something to be said for consistency there, I think if you're building a roto team, you almost have to know going in that you want to draft Joey Gallo so that you can kind of perch up your batting average uh, for when you actually do select him. Let's move on to some of the wacky stuff. This one is for Scott, and I was provided okay. this, I was provided this by Nando. Um, All right, Adam Azer lives in Sleepy Hollow, but has never seen the movie. Is that this is fact or fiction? Fact or fiction? Is what we're doing. Well, I actually did read the book. You went very millennial on me, Frank. Yeah, I, I had to. <laughs> you know I didn't read the book. I know. <laughs> I'm going to say this is fiction. Uh, I actually don't know the answer, so I guess Adam revealed it. I saw when I was a kid. I'm sorry. I, 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 got, I got the wording confused. I, I meant to say you hadn't seen the movie. I have seen the movie. I have. Okay, so movie. I got it wrong either way. And I saw it somewhat recently, and it's dreadful. I didn't remember how bad it was. It's not watchable. Unsurprisingly, I haven't seen it, but I, you know, I haven't Don't. seen any movies. Don't. We just watched a movie, by the way. I'd like to give a recommendation. I'll be giving it on the Fantasy Football Today podcast called uh, The Dry. It's on Showtime. It's very good. Nice, good, good movie. So just What's it about Adam. Go ahead. It's uh, <laughs> it's kind of a it's yeah. How it's much nudity is there? It has to be at least a little There's bit. None. Like it. It's yeah. a murder mystery. Uh, but it's a very serious kind of dark one with um Eric Bana, and it's in a. It's in it's a foreign film. It's in Australian, so I needed closed captioning on because I could not understand one word they were saying. I just do that with everything. <laughs> I don't know if that's an me. old man take. Oh, yeah. I, I watch we everything with captions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that, is that something sleeping. everybody does now? Like they just it's it's not a known thing, but every everybody th- does it, and they think nobody else is doing it. It's much more. I mean, you catch so many things. I know that you wouldn't normally catch. I know very important stuff. Yeah, I, I want to know every 
thing being uttered. If I'm, if I'm <laughs> committing the time to watching this, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want anything to slip by me. Adam, that reminds me of the movie Train Spotting. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a great movie, but um, they have very thick Scottish accents, and it is it's pretty tough to follow along. So, uh, if anyone hasn't seen Train Spotting, it's also a great movie. This next one is for Adam and uh, Scott. So both of you guys get an opportunity to answer this one. Nando and I once went to do karaoke together. Instead of singing towards the crowd, he faced the wall the entire time while he was singing. <laughs> the The reason why I, I struggle with this is that I just can't imagine him actually singing karaoke. <laughs> if he did, he would definitely Damn. face the wall. Scott, I'm going to say fiction. All right, I've, I'm confused on the wording again. This is going to be a recurring problem <laughs> in this game for me. All right, so so, fi- so fiction means he did not face the wall, or didn't or do karaoke, karaoke, or, or maybe you know, okay, That's so false okay. in there, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'll just go the other way. I'll say fact. It is fiction. <laughs> so if you ask Nando, if you ask Nando about this, uh, it was actually me who did karaoke. And he, he tells everyone that I faced the wall the entire time while I was singing. <laughs> I, didn't, I was a little intoxicated. I might have been doing that. I don't know. Frank picked like some serious ballad. <laughs> it was uh, Say It Ain't So by Weezer. Oh, I love that song. That's a great karaoke song. Great yes. karaoke right? song. And Frank just kind of stood there like, Say It Ain't So. <laughs> There's a bar full of people watching him, and he's like gra- grasping the mic on the side of the stage. Uh, uh, good old times. You got to go for it, man. That's that's my that's my go-to. Yeah, Say It Ain't So. is. Uh, that's my, Can that's I do my a fact or fiction? Song. Go ahead. Caesar brings his own guitar to karaoke. <laughs> All right, I'll just do one. I'll do one. I'll do one. Uh, this, this one's this one's for Frank. Uh, fact or fiction? The mailman still has not delivered your wedding invitation to me. Oh, Frankie! Uh, that would be a fact. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. What's I check it's every a, day to save the date. Oh, oh Nando, you sneaky, sneaky devil, you. That's why you're texting Adam, aren't you? Uh, no, no. No, I was telling him I'm staring at him. Like he doesn't know it, but I'm staring at him for, like through the screen. <laughs> like I'm coming for you. And he has no idea. He's just like blankly staring at the screen. Uh for our OGs, you know that there's a lot of wedding controversy here bef- between Adam and Nando. And we'll, don't worry, we'll get into it a little bit later we on. Scott White. Scott White and I were married a week apart. Oh, we found out. I didn't know I didn't that. Know that. That's a fun fact. Yeah, well, is it? You and then me and then George Sedano, our, our anniversary is like one week after the other. Like we, we figured that out when he was still the host of the show. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't remember they were that close together. But yeah, I do remember the conversation. I don't remember the precise details of it. But yes, yes, we were, we were, we were at least married the same year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. <let> the- <laughs> don't worry, man. I'm not going to say it. No one will know our passwords. <laughs> uh, let's get back to fantasy baseball this one's for Scott and Nando don't worry Adam I'm not going to throw any fantasy stuff at you it's totally fine uh, Aaron Savale averaged more fantasy points per game than Lucas Giolito last season Scotty I'm going to say that's a fact Jack alright what do you think Nando yeah I'm going to say it's a fact too I don't think you would come up with a stat like that and uh, pick those two pitchers like that if it was 
Yeah, false. yeah, you figured me out. It's yeah, I just kind of wanted to point <laughs> I used to out write these games. I know the, I know the psychological tricks. Yeah, I, I realized that would happen too. I was like, Nando's gonna read me like a book. There's no doubt about it. That is a fact. Aaron Savale averaged 14.9 fantasy points per game. Lucas Giolito 14.3 fantasy points per game. And I actually wanted to use this time to talk more about uh, Lucas Giolito than I did Aaron Savale. And originally, I wrote down his struggles, and then when I looked into Lucas Giolito. I mean, he was pretty good. He was kind of who he always has been. I, I, I think we're kind of waiting for Lucas Giolito to take this next step, and he doesn't really have to. He's, he's kind of like Jose Barrios with, with more strikeouts, which is a really good pitcher. So, uh, Scott, the strikeouts came down overall for Lucas Giolito, but he also had a career-best walk rate. Would you be okay? Let's say you take two hitters in the, in the first two rounds. Would you be okay with Giolito as your SP1 in round three? No. Is that what his ADP is right now, round three? Uh, it's, I would say it's likely in that range, probably three, four turn. Yeah, I, I am, I'm kind of souring is too strong, but I'm, I'm, I'm not as high on Lucas Giolito as I have been the past couple of years because he's just not, he's not taking that next step. Like you were saying, he's still never thrown 180 innings in a season. His ERA is always mid threes. Uh, he's, you know, a little bit vulnerable to home runs. And I just, I don't think he's. I don't think a true ace outcome is likely for him. And there's, you know, a dozen pitchers that I'd be more willing to say have that kind of outcome than Lucas Giolito at this point. So I, I have him, I think I have him around like 15th in my rankings. And, uh, you know, ideally that wouldn't be my number one. Yeah, the ADP is 40.3. So if you're playing in a 12-team league, that's an early fourth-round pick. And he's going just after Sandy Alcantara, just ahead of Aaron Nola. Nando, what do you think about Lucas Giolito? Do you have a strong opinion on him either way? Uh, no, I mean, my strong opinion is I'm not sure which Lucas Giolito is going to show up. Like, I remember when he was coming up with uh, with Washington, he was supposed to be the next big thing, and he was hitting the ERAs like over four in the minors. Finally figured it out. Um, the one thing that worries me now a lot is who's going to be affected by this whole spin. Like, we, you know, we saw half season's worth of no sticky stuff. And spin rates getting all messed up. I'd like I I really do want to figure out who's who's going to be trash because of that. Now, um, I don't think Giolito will be that affected. I, I think he, he you know he, he's not a spin reliance kind of guy. But anyone who's taking that kind of leap after doing some work uh, scares me a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I'd like someone who has that progression. Like and this is a bad like Tristan McKenzie to me has a nice progression. Excellent ERA and whip through the minors. Good strikeout rates. You know struggled a little bit when he went to the majors, but he'll be fine. Um, Giolito, those struggles in the minors worry me a little bit. It wasn't PCL. I don't thought Washington wasn't a PCL affiliate back then. So I don't know. It, it just, just like little blips like that worry me a little bit. So I like him. I want to embrace him, but not at that price. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lito, I was looking into the spin rates actually, and he was the same in 2021 as he was in 2020, obviously a shortened season, but not really a, a noticeable change there. Uh, I looked from June 1st on, his strikeout rate did drop quite a bit, but the swinging strike rate was still where it was you know, the first two months of the season. So I think maybe he was just a little bit unlucky when it came to the strikeouts uh, over the final four months of the year. Adam, we're talking about the sticky Adam's substances. Adam's not paying attention, man. Look at him. I know. He's, he's watching, I am. I was going to try to compare him to someone, but it wasn't a good comparison. He's, he's watching the Knicks post game right now. Let's go. No, no. <laughs> yeah, he really doesn't care about the show like we do. No, what I was going to say about Giolito is uh, I feel like he's got good enough stuff and Hence, and uh, these bursts of greatness that he can't necessarily sustain, but I usually like those types of players. I feel like they're just one step away from 
figuring something out and sustaining that greatness. Then I was going to say, then I was like, did that happen with Jose Barrios? I always felt that way about Barrios. I always felt like there was a, there was an elite pitcher in there that was really close to unlocking it. And I thought mm-hmm. maybe he did it in 2021 and he kind of did. He was ninth in Cy Young, but he, he wasn't, he had his best season, but, um, <laughs> that's your first stat you throw out. What, well, I was ninth in Cy Young. So, I mean, that's yeah. pretty good year. He had a one point. He had his best season by far, but you know, it, 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 he, did, he still had a three fifty two ERA. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I just feel like uh, I feel like there's enough there, enough moments of greatness with Giolito that if he puts it together, he could theoretically be a real ace. I think it's a good point that you bring up because he is someone who is inconsistent. So you see these flashes, but he also has these games where he just gets absolutely blown up. And, and that's how the yeah. ERA and the whip kind of winds up where it is. But the last three years, he's been pretty consistent. 341, 348, 353 ERA, 106, 104, 110 whip. So, I mean, there's something to be said for consistency uh, there with Lucas Gilito. But that only that led to him having fewer points per game than Aaron Savale to get back to the premise. So consistent, but consistently what? I think it was probably second tier. I would imagine it was probably no, it wasn't really because of wins either. Uh, Savale had 12 wins. Gilito had 11. So, yeah, uh, Savale was probably going deeper, more consistently, I would imagine. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you're right. Savali did average more fantasy points per game than uh, Lucas Gilito. All right, let's get back to the wacky stuff. This one's Fernando. Scott White once came to work with a ventriloquist dummy named Slappy. Uh, that's fiction. No, that is fact. <laughs> uh, Scott White. Scott White no. did not come to work with a dummy. I no. bought the dummy. No, I didn't. Oh, that was Fernando brought the dummy. Yeah. Oh, geez, I I blew that. Scott, Scott White. Was Scott White. You had to do the had to do the dummy. Yes, uh, I, I had show. to give the, the the ventriloquist act using Slappy the dummy, which I think the Slappy dummy was a character from the Goosebumps book series, right? Yeah. Like it was just like <laughs> yeah. it was like this, uh, you know, horror horrifying looking dummy because it was. Which which makes it funnier, I think, that you had this prop from the Goosebump series. <laughs> I never it's the only ventriloquist that was available uh, for two day <laughs> shipping, I believe, at the time. Uh, okay, <laughs> and we needed it. Uh, uh, did, yeah, clearly, I completely. Uh, why, 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 didn't you why didn't you find that <laughs> video, Frank? Yeah, Frank, go find the Slappy video. It's, yeah, you know, I, Brodsky probably put it, you know it was Slappy. I, I never told you it was Slappy. How did you figure that out? Scott texted me. I just completely misread the text, so that's how I messed uh, up that fact or fiction. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was going to say he once came to work with. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, he's talking about you, Nando. So Nando came to work with a eventually. Oh, uh, right. I thought I read it as Scott brought it in for himself, and then he performed no. with it. But either way, uh, that sounds great. And um, I will be looking that up on video to see if I can find it anywhere. Next up, we had one- a box of fun, man. It was amazing. The stuff <laughs> in that box. Uh, this one's for you. Someone once made a girl dress up as the devil. No, false. The fiction. (laughs) Uh, Scott, you're up. Adam would only ask. uh, Adam would only ask for a cup of water at Subway to save money. Would always ask for a cup of water at Subway to save money. Fact or fiction? Frank, you're pretty bad. You got a wordsmiths here on the show, man. You got to tighten this up a little bit. I know. I know. I, I'm, I'm not that. I never got lunch with Adam. I don't think so. I'm not that familiar with his eating habits. I mean, that's not that's not an atypical thing to do. So it's it seems like an easy lie to make up. So I'm gonna say that's fiction. And yeah, that is fiction. It's not fiction at all. <laughs> is it? 
I, look, here's the thing. I only drink water. That's the only thing. Oh, I, right. I remember you, you took the cup and you wink at me and you go, that's how I save money. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? I would go to get a soda or something out of the fountain. No, yeah, you'd hold it up to the water, little water machine. They gave you a little tiny cup and you'd hold it up like this you and know, sip it. I got busted for doing that in college, actually. I took a water cup and put Coke or Sprite in it. And they got, they got oh, God. Uh, God. no, I, I, that might be true, but it's, it wasn't to save money. You jerk. It's because I, because I drink water exclusively. Then why didn't you get a Dasani? So oh, that was disgusting. So I was technically right. I don't, I guess. I mean, Nando's <laughs> running my life now. You, know? you wish. That, what an embarrassing thing to get busted for. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. Like, what, what did they, what did they do to you? They got really mad at me. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember exactly, but they were pissed. I like really uh, kind of gave it to me. You know what's the absolute worst thing that could happen at the soda fountain is you click on Sprite and you get seltzer. That's the worst thing that could happen. You go to drink it, you're, uh, you're expecting like this lemon lime yeah, sugary yeah. goodness and you just get fizzy water. It's gross. That's yeah. very flat, like flat Sprite. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that, not yeah. so good. That, that's not good. You're right. I hope I'm not offending our, our seltzer drinking audience out there. Well, now they now the fountain <laughs> drinks. They got they got them coming out of like the single tap, you know. So everything just tastes like every soda mm-hmm. mixed together, and it's just like yeah. That's why I say right, I'm, I'm good. That's exactly right. I'm going the Adam Azer route. Yeah, the water tap is probably very sanitary and clean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they pay really good attention to that. It's separate though, you know. You don't have all the syrup. Yeah. Every night they clean the water tap. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so let's get back into, uh, I got another baseball one here. This one's for everybody. 43 players hit 30-plus home runs last season. John Carlos Stanton's 64 runs scored were the lowest among that group of 30-plus home run hitters. So let me say it again. 43 players hit 30-plus home runs. Stanton's 64 runs scored were the lowest of that group. Adam, you're up. Factor fiction. You know, it's it's very specific. I'm sure he's among the. I'm sure he's near the bottom. I'll say it's fiction, but it, you know, it makes sense. He doesn't really do much else. Just hits home runs. <laughs> uh, fiction. Nando, I think I'm gonna say fact because in my brain, I mean, I don't watch all the games like Adam does. Right. But you don't really see Giancarlo Stanton standing up on second base, taking his batting gloves off, waiting for someone to drive him in. And that Yankees lineup was messy last year too. Like, random dudes were getting at bats. I'm going to say it's actually, that's fact. That seems like a fact. Well, I think Adam's right that it hinges on, you know, whether he's the very lowest in that run scored category versus being very low, you know? Um, and I know his AD, I know his ADP, judging by the rest of his production, not his ADP, his points per game average, but judging by the rest of his productions was shockingly low and uh, not what you'd expect Really, the, the the Yankees have a lot of players with high OBPs, but not many runs scored. So that, that lineup was very weird. It was very weird last year how that played out. I'm gonna say fact, like Nando. All right, it is fiction. Don't ah. sell yourself short, Adam. Look at you. You're the only one who got it right. Uh, so he did score 64 runs. Franmil Reyes was lower. He had 57 runs scored. He had exactly 30 home runs. On the nose there. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton managed to stay healthy for 139 games last season. Steamer has him projected for 138 games. Adam, over under 138 and a half games for Giancarlo Stanton this season. Under. I'm not even going to get into it. You know, not complicated here. I don't trust him to stay healthy. Under. All right. Uh, Fernando. Especially, the- and I'm sorry, especially because he played a lot better in the field last year, as I recall. He did. 
And I just don't trust him to stay healthy if they're going to play him in the field. Uh, Nando, the ADP for Giancarlo Stanton is 94.7. Sneaks just inside the top 100. Would you be comfortable with him as your outfield two? Maybe outfield three if you're aggressive? Yeah, the fact that he has outfield eligibility probably pushes him to the top 100 for me. I still like, yeah, you know what? I'd probably jump on him. <clears throat> the problem is the way I build my teams when I'm sitting around like that 90 to 110 area, that's when I'm building out SP2, SP3, SP4 area. So, okay, like in a, a multiverse, some form of Nando would love to take Giancarlo Stanton there. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> it's a good price. It's a good price for anyone, not just for me. As the... As a DH last year, he hit 267 with an 843 OPS. He played 16 games in right field. He hit 279 with a 968 OPS. 10 games in left field, he hit 343 with a 1065 OPS. So, yeah, he was better when he uh, played the outfield last season. Why can't I find uh, team batting stats with runners in scoring position? I feel like the Yankees were among the worst. Why don't you just pay attention to the show, man? This <laughs> is relevant. This is why they all had o- o- high OBPs and didn't score runs. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's I don't know where it question. is. I'm looking on baseball reference. Uh, they, didn't score, they didn't score runs because they didn't hit doubles because the park is too small to hit doubles. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> they, had, they had Joey Gallo in their lineup. They've never had a good lineup. Oh, his, they've never scored a lot of runs in the history of that ballpark. Good call. No, they scored a lot of runs off of home runs, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, who, who, where, all right, you know what? You want to play the stats game? I'm going to look up stuff too then, Adam. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I can't look up anything. I don't know what I'm doing here. All right, go oh, on. Well, how, what is RISP? <laughs> I'm looking for runners in scoring position. Oh, like, man. I'm actually I'm trying to let you guys stall long enough so to see if I could actually find this. But uh, are you looking for like batting average with runners in scoring position, Adam? Sure. That anything. Would, the Yankees ranked... Oh, they're they're low. Twenty sixth in baseball, two thirty eight batting average with runners in scoring position last season. Yeah, it's they're pretty bad. bad. It is uh, quite bad. So uh, I would say, look, I think Stanton, if he could stay healthy, I think the run scored will be better. But uh, he obviously is very slow. Um, and yeah, just kind of keep that in mind that you know maybe he's not a pure you know three category contributor. Maybe he's like a two and a half with like an okay batting average at this point. Uh, next up, we have a question for. Scotty, not a question. Fact or fiction? Adam once asked out the daughter of the man who owned the local dry cleaners by the Fort, Fort Lauderdale office. Fact or fiction? I'm trying to read Adam's expression. That that sounds fictional, like very fictional to me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say fiction. I have no idea, and it's we'll go fiction. to not- <laughs> it's very much fiction. It's ridiculous. Is it very much fiction? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course. What are you talking about? I don't know what it was about this girl, but he just made up this story, this relationship that she and I had, basically. And he would talk about it all the time. It was so weird. And by the way, it was right next door to the subway that yeah. I apparently you know, nickel and dimed for free water. Yeah, uh, so you couldn't uh, ask out anybody there because you already made yourself look exactly. like a I, You know what? We went out. She and I went out. I took her to Subway and I got her a <laughs> glass of water. There you go. Now, if that if that story you just told about Nando making up this whole scenario and you know continually going back to it for the, the year and a half you worked together, or however long it was, if if that two was years. the fact, it was a good picture, two years. I would have totally said fact because that, <laughs> yes. that I saw that play out time and time again. Yes. Thank you. By the way, guess who was last in the major leagues in doubles last year? 
The Yankees. New York Yankees. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that sounds about right. It's just a bunch of guys going up there trying to swing away uh, for the fences. So that would include Joey Gallo and, and Stanton. Yeah, I probably could have found that stat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's hit a quick break. When we return, we'll get to a few more fact or fiction questions, statements here on Fantasy Baseball Today. Spring training is in full swing and fantasy baseball draft season is upon us. That means you need to join us on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every Monday through Saturday for six pods per week throughout the month of March. We'll break down the latest news, spring training updates, players to target, and much more in just five minutes. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. All right, next up, we have, this one's for Nando and Scott, another fantasy-related item. Adolis Garcia finished 53rd overall in 5x5 Roto value last season, which was higher than Randy Arozarena. Scott, you're up first. Adolis Garcia, 53rd overall, higher than Arozarena. I could see that being true. I think um, I think Arozarena's performance was overvalued, and... Adolis Garcia, I mean, obviously it was very front-loaded, but the numbers, you know, there were great numbers. He had some steals in there, more home runs than a Rosarena. Uh, I, I, I believe it. I, I believe it's possible enough that I'm going to say fact. Nando? I'm going to say fact. I think, it, I think it's the steals. I think people underrate Garcia's steal ability. So I think that's what pushed him over the top. All right. A Rosarena. That was... Fiction. Randy Orozo Arena was just higher. He finished 50th overall, but Adolis Garcia, 53rd, as I mentioned. And uh, overall, it was a, a very good season for Adolis Garcia. He hit 243, 31 homers, 16 steals. Nando, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Adolis Garcia is a Nando guy, right? Oh, yeah, big time, man. I've had him in the Scott White Dynasty League for many, many years. And my uh, actually, the BP score sheet league, which Scott White and I are also in, I think I had him and let him go. Like, oh, no, you know, it's never going to work out for him because he's been so close on so many teams. They just don't believe in him. So, yeah, but I've loved him forever. Uh, ever since, Frankie, ever since we did the trick where you go to milb.com and you uh, and you sort by home runs, basically. Uh, yeah, I still did that this season. <laughs> I think I, I mentioned it to Scott or uh, someone else at some point. That's that's the trick, huh? Yeah. I mean, I know it's childish, but, like, that's how I discovered Arlene, uh, Arlene Rodriguez. <laughs> it does... It does sound like that could be the process. Yes, I, I have noticed that these obscure Nando picks, <laughs> they're never lacking in home runs. <laughs> I, I, I also sort by steals. It's just not as much fun, and they're already well-known. I can't uh, imagine that uh, the fantasy baseball community is too excited about a guy with a 286 on base percentage, just knowing what I know about uh, fantasy baseball analysts. Yeah, no, they're... Um, they're Fantasy baseballers as a whole are fading. Adolis, Adolis Garcia. I have a hard time saying that name. Adolis Garcia, pretty hard. They're fading him pretty hard. I think too hard. 
you know, I, I wouldn't want to pay for him like he's the 55th best player or whatever he finished last year. Obviously not, but I'll, I'll pay for him like he was the 125th best player, you know? And it, what what's his ADP, Frank? Do you have that handy? Yeah, his ADP right now is 167. He's the 44th. Oh, no way, man. That's terrible. 44th yeah. outfielder off the board. And uh, he was actually one of the biggest fallers in ADP. We didn't get to him on, on yesterday's podcast, Scott, but I was going to mention... Uh, yeah, he's dropped like 30 spots since the lockout started back in December 1st. It's pretty weird yeah. because the only thing the Rangers have done since then is is get better. They have Marcus Semien and Corey Seager. So yeah, in theory, that should help Adolis Garcia. It, and to be clear, I don't, it, it's not like I have this like great belief in him or anything. I, I think, I think it's a, I think it's a coin flips chance. He falls flat on his face this <laughs> year and never gets a chance again. But I, I think for the price, I'll I'll take that coin flips chance and potentially get another thirty homer, fifteen steal season out of it, if not better. All right, they not- gave him every chance last year too. Like you know what I mean? Like I think like Chris Davis was coming back. There was someone else who was coming back, and every time I was like, oh man, here you know, dream's over. And they just kept playing him, and he was like, he just he kept rewarding them for playing him. So that that factors in for me too. Like last year, they could have yanked him a bunch of times, lost patience. They didn't. Yeah, he's a freak athlete, too. He made some like amazing catches in the outfield last year. I remember that. Uh, 83rd percentile in sprint speed, 85th percentile in max exit velocity. So you want to talk about just pure power and speed? Uh, Adolis Garcia is that guy. I think people might be going too far the other way with him as well. This one's Fernando and Scott. Adam is a huge fan of Cobra Kai, <clears throat> the television show. So much so that he even owns a Johnny Lawrence, a signed Johnny Lawrence Funko Pop. Oh. That is the falsest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I don't know. Is that true, Scott? And Adam used to have the drop for the best around. You're the best. That's right. I, I that can that is fact. I, that is fact. So, so there's I no can, way he ever got a Funko Pop in his entire life. I could see Adam liking the show. I mean, a lot of people like the show. Um, it's just, does he have a an autograph Funko? Like... I feel like if he did, it would be because Nando bought it for him. So the fact Nando <laughs> saying Frank fiction, is more of a Funko guy. <laughs> so the fact Nando saying fiction, I'm going to say fiction too. All right, it is fiction, and I am the one who has the signed <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Lawrence <laughs> Funko Pop. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> uh, yeah. That just sucks, man. That's one of the worst, Adam, cheesiest corners. Uh, okay, here we go. Come on, so Adam. Bad. I can't die. And I ruined it for my wife, too, because like, she liked it, and then I kind of pointed out all the things I don't like about it, and now she sees them when she watches it, and she agrees. I think she agrees anyway. It's not good. I feel like she's just playing a little, just to get you to shut up. No. <laughs> no. Oh, come on, Adam. Like, you just have to embrace. It's so bad that it's good. That's that's the beauty no, of Cobra. Well, so I mean, the Karate Kid itself is kind of cheesy. No, uh, yeah, I mean, at least that was... 1984 or something like that. I mean, this is 2020. When did it come out? 2020, whatever. I mean, come on, be better. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't actually seen it, so I can't vouch for it. But uh, I, come yeah. on, it's, it's I, like I a plan to watch it eventually. Show. I don't understand why people like it so much. This this is the first time that I've been on the other end of one of these Azer takes, and it's it's not a good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> How is this the first time? I don't know. I feel like we generally agree on a lot of stuff, which I don't know. Is that true? Don't worry about uh, that, Frank. I think so, yeah. <laughs> All right. This last one is we're getting back to Yankees. We're getting back to fantasy baseball. This one's Fernando and Scott, uh, though you can add some analysis in here, Adam. Uh, despite a 204 batting average last season, Gary Sanchez hit 23 home runs, which ranked top three at the catcher position. Scott, you're up first. Fact or fiction? 
Okay, so Salvador Perez, Mike Zunino. I think I've actually looked into this before, and I, I think, yeah, I, I think 23 home runs for the – I think those were the third most among catchers. Yeah, so I'll, I'll say fact. All right, you're saying fact. Nando, you're up. I'm fact with Scott White, too. I think there are too many catchers splitting duties behind the plate now. I'm, I'm saying fiction. Bats. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying fiction. Ooh, Adam with another – looked it up. Adam with another slam dunk on you guys. Oh, it is hey. fiction. Gary Sanchez tied for fourth with Yasmani oh. Grandal. They both had 23. The one name you missed, Scotty? Uh, tied? Yeah, fine. <laughs> the one name you missed, Scotty, was Will Smith. He had 25 home runs last season. Mm-hmm. So just ahead uh, of Gary Sanchez. And I bring this up, Nando, because I was listening to the Athletic uh, Baseball podcast. And it was okay. I, yeah, it was okay. It was pretty good. And uh, I heard you say that you drafted Gary Sanchez, so I wanted a reason to talk about him. He had a 776 OPS in May. He had a 1035 OPS in June. He had a sub 650 OPS every other month of the season. He's a very frustrating player, Nando. Yeah, but I mean, like, the power's there. He's still just, you know, he's kind of young, upside. I just, I don't know. He's, he had a track record that I thought was good enough. I know a lot of these young catchers come in, they want to learn the, the staff and their average struggles because of it. Um, uh, he was struggling all over the place, but I don't know. I still got a glimmer of hope that he can turn it around. Uh, you know, Ron Chandler, you don't lose a skill. So I, I haven't lost faith in him completely yet. And I needed a catcher at that point. So, you know, it's a 50, this is a 50 round draft where you're kind of in the dregs at a certain point. There's a big drop off after Gary Sanchez. I could use the power. So I took him. All right, Adam. This is a meter that you are not familiar with. I don't, I don't think. I could be wrong. Josh Van Meter. Josh Van Meter. familiar with that one. Where does Gary Sanchez rank on the Dunzo meter? 10 being this guy is cooked. He's, he's done. He's I think got, Adam should put his hands up left. when you ask him questions. Well, I just I can't look up. Uh, let me just Google Dunzo meter real quick. Uh, Dunzo meter, he's an eight and a half. He's arguably the worst player in baseball. If you factor in his defense... So I just don't think it's going to take much for them to bench him, quite honestly. Uh, and he's eight, eight and a half on the Dunzo meter. Still has that potential, which we saw, as you mentioned, for a month where he was incredible. But I, I, I'm i looking at the points per game now, though, or the points, and he finished as a top 10 catcher. That's, That's not hard eight. to do. That's I know, not, but, but like he scored not, as many points as Christian Vasquez. And, and you know. Not good last year. Uh, right. Uh, but, but Sanchez missed some time too. So that's, so I still think he's worth drafting, but I think he's eight yeah. on the Dunzo. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, well, I, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like the Yankees would have non-tendered him if they were that close to giving up on him. Yeah. I kind of expected them to non-tender him actually. So the, that they didn't, uh, I think is, is heartening, but yeah, I, I think if you approach Gary Sanchez the right way, kind of like a Mike Zunino, you know, Mike Zunino had a career year last year, but just like if you approach him like normal Mike Zunino, he's going to give me 20 to 25 home runs with a bad batting average. You know, hopefully he'll start 50% of the time. That's still, you know, a borderline top 12 catcher. That's still somebody probably worth drafting in a one catcher league. I just, I don't think it's realistic to hold out hope for him being, uh, you know, the, the 33 homer guy we saw a few years ago who was arguably the number one catcher in fantasy. The ADP for Gary Sanchez since December 1st, 253.5. He's the 16th catcher off the board. He's going just behind Sean Murphy and Mike Zanino. And really, 
you know, all three of those catchers do a lot of the same thing. It's going to be low batting average. It's going to be a lot of pop. So if that fits in with your team context at that point, then yeah, sure. I think it makes sense to uh, draft Gary Sanchez. It's just frustrating because last year I kind of went out on a limb for Gary Sanchez. I'm like, this is the lowest his ADP has ever been. And then he rewarded me like that by hitting whatever, 204. He was quite bad. Top 10, top 10 man. Top Stick 10. Stick your guns, Frank. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm done. I think I'm done with uh, with Gary Sanchez. Uh, maybe, I was, he was, maybe he was hurt. You know, maybe he was getting some bad coaching. What's this with he's hurt? Everybody's hurt. <laughs> we do have a new hitting coach, so maybe that'll help. We they got there's an entirely new coaching staff, except for the one that mattered. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, you know it's bad. I was hoping that the Yankees. Adam would trade thinks for... he looks like Aaron Boone. He thinks he, he goes to me once. Do I look like Aaron Boone? <laughs> a lot of people say that. <laughs> Factor fiction. No, he did. He did say. He did used to say. Looks like Ryan Braun. Yeah. <laughs> no, that. no, that was Licks Ryan Braun. You got that mixed up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what? People have told me I look like Ryan Braun. You do kind of okay. look like Ryan Braun. Multiple people have told you that. It has happened before. Yeah. No way. We were absolutely not. Same same class. Not, not we didn't have a class together, but we are the same age and went to the same college. I mean, we people mistook you know mis, mistook us. Is that like at, at, you know on campus they mistook you for Ryan Braun? Is that oh, what you're they did it really? But yeah, that is the joke <laughs> I'm trying to make. Yes, I think apart from the three people I'm talking to now, I don't know multiple people who know what Ryan Braun looks like. So that's what makes that that stance hard to believe. I, I honestly have been told that I look like Ryan Braun. Okay. All right. I, I've been told by multiple people, Adam, that I look like Evan Fournier. I don't, is that true? Yes, you do, but you look more <laughs> like uh, Dean Blandino. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Blandino is by far the most random one that I've ever got, but yes, thanks, Adam, for that. Let's, uh, Adam, let's stick with you here. I got a multiple choice question for you, uh, and it goes a little something like this. Lars Newtbar is a blank Dutch soccer player <laughs> Protein bar, Cardinals outfielder, MLB team general manager. Oh, he's got to be a Cardinals outfielder, right? I, I know. This was too obvious, but I thought it was... Come on, Frankie. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun. I was like, what kind of things can Lars Newtbar be? <laughs> Started looking. Yeah, it's, the, it's the impulse buy at the checkout line at the Ikea. Oh, man. I, I like I Lars Newtbar, too. We had uh, we had the Welsh on a couple of months ago, and, and we did an AFL recap, and Lars Newtbar apparently was tearing up the Arizona Fall League, and... The DH, hopefully coming to the National League. You know, a lot of people are hopeful that Juan Yepes is going to have that opportunity with the Cardinals, but I actually kind of like Lars Newbar. So I think a name in deeper leagues, NL only, you know, 15-team Roto, some of these draft and holds, uh, a name to pay attention to, Lars Newbar. Nando, do you have any interest in it, the Newtbar? No. Uh, I, you know, I obviously saw his name. Like, I'm going to check this guy out. It just didn't do it for me. You know me. I like big home runs, steals, yeah. OBP. Yeah, I, he does a little bit of everything, but I guess not enough of those things for you to like him. Also, I think his name is going to make him jump like 30 or 40 <laughs> ADP spots. That happens. That happens in real life. So I have I have two drafts that I've com- uh, concluded already. One is a draft champions. One is a best ball. You're right, Adam? I'm okay. Thank you. Uh, sure. It's a little it's a little late for you, Adam. I want to make sure you're all right. Wait, <laughs> please. I don't know. The last he time I was watching dead. Showtime original movies. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh, man, we got an email from Ryan McGarry, and he actually tweeted at us and said, make sure you read my email. So I I had it on the rundown even before that. For the reunion show, can I just tell the three stooges how much I used to love calling into the live internet show during my lunch hour Or (laughs) or the live chats? They were the best. Can you please ask Scott White what he thinks about Nando introducing Adam to his now wife? Yet he was not asked to be a groomsman or even an usher or a program hander outer. 
at his wedding. Scott will be unbiased in his analysis. Uh, well, I, uh, I have heard about this before. This is a, a common thing that comes up when Nando and Adam are together. I, did, I stopped bringing it up after a while because Adam made a bingo card out of things I bring up. So I've got to find all new jokes. <laughs> it is funny. Like it the is dry funny. I, I mean, I wonder, like, because of course his, his wife had a lot of say on how the wedding party was put together, I assume. And there was probably a limited number of groomsmen. And, you know, Nando may have just been bumped. You know, he may have gotten pushed out by a, a pure numbers thing. And uh, I think that's forgivable if that's the case. Yeah, it is the case. I already had more groomsmen than she had bridesmaids. I had to make some cuts, you know? Yeah. So I'm sorry. I, I did. nailed it. He was the next guy in. There were two girls yeah. in front of him, but he was the next guy that would have been in. Azer was kissing up uh, to his Hollywood screenwriter friends and putting them in the wedding party, even though they barely talk anymore. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> I yeah, talked to my Hollywood in your wedding party. Hey, man. I talked to him every single day. He texted me what five minutes ago while we were on the air. Every day I talked to him. How do you know that? If you're paying attention to the show, how do you know your phone's going off and dance? It's right in front of me. It's a yeah. Good, it's a good Somebody question. Somebody texted me something uh, very immature and inappropriate, and uh, his name is Nando. So I'm not going <laughs> to read that some one. more. Uh, the, the end of the email goes a little something like this from Ryan. Uh, for real, those three plus Al are, in my opinion, the Mount Rushmore of fantasy baseball for my generation, and I thank them for the years of entertainment. I am either driving to or from work with you guys just about every day, and occasionally, maybe, occasionally, maybe you're even uh, taking a shower with me. Much love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little TMI there. Like Azer and John Jay. Wait, you guys don't do that? I listen, listen to podcasts in the shower. I listen to podcasts in the shower. I've tried to. I I can't get it. I can't get a setup that work. Like you need like actual speakers in there in the bathroom to make that work, right? I I, I want to know how to do it. Yeah, you need just I've get a tried. Bluetooth, get a little Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, that yeah. works. Or it's really cheap. So I have a little window Far. cut out in my shower, <clears throat> and there's a. <laughs> don't take this the wrong way, but I have a, a, a beer holder <laughs> in my shower. <laughs> so I just throw the phone in there and then it just, it emits pretty loudly while I'm okay. showering. And, and that's how I do it. I, I just need to invest a little something in making this happen. <laughs> I don't know. I want to me. I don't know about like, I'm trying to give Frank a preview of what his life is going to be like, but the shower is the only, only moment of calm in my life with two little kids. And we all have two little kids. So I am not interested in any podcast or any music or anything. I don't want a damn thing bothering me when I'm finally by myself away from the screaming madness of the house. You don't like your kids? Love them. But that's how I read that. Yeah, no. I, I just stay up a lot later than everybody else. <laughs> that's, that's how I get around that. That's a good way to do that. Uh, all right, yeah. Take showers. God bless you guys for, uh, you know, obviously having kids. I don't know how you do it because I can barely take care of myself. I have a cat. You know, that's about the extent of, you know, people that I can be responsible for at this point. So thank you, Ryan, for sending in the email. And like you, I, I agree. I, I would have Scott, Adam, Nando, and Al Melchior on, on my fantasy baseball Mount Rushmore as well. These are these are the guys oh. that I, I grew up listening to. So it's it's pretty awesome to actually do this podcast. So in some alternate universe, George Sedano's on that Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. Frank is perfect for this show, by the way. And uh, he's done an amazing job. He's a great host. So uh, you are Moving right in. New face on Mount Rushmore. Five presidents now. Uh, yeah, I, I mean. have a rat tail. That's true. I, I have some. I, like, I don't know that people. Can Can you see this? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I have a little thing going. I have a lot of hair underneath this hat. That's why I wear, I wear a hat all the time because there's a lot of hair underneath this thing. So uh, I, I don't usually reveal it, and I think I'm probably going to cut it off rather soon. Let's end here. Fantasy feud. I don't know how much of this that we're going to get to, but whatever. We'll we'll have some fun with it. Uh, and we will start with this real basic stuff. You know, Adam. I think even you know you'll be able to contribute something here. I do believe that we have the Nando de Azer family going up against the the Scott White family. Five players hit 40-plus home runs in 2021. Well, uh, Adam. All right. I totally missed I totally missed the question. I did, too. Vladimir okay, Guerrero. go ahead. Vladimir uh, Guerrero. Vladimir Guerrero is correct. He is tied for the number one answer. You get to choose pass or play. Let's play. All right. Five players hit 40-plus home runs in 2021. The number one answer on the board was Vladimir Guerrero with 48. Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani hit 46. The number one, that, number one, and number three going, answers Aaron are Judge off the board. Seems like he had a lot of home runs. Oh no, year. he did not hit forty home runs. Is that an Our answer? Is Aaron Judge? Aaron Judge no. is incorrect. He hit thirty nine. He was <laughs> off by oh. one. Oh my god! Uh, wait, how many home runs was it? it was 40? 40 plus. Forty plus. Uh, I didn't think Judge even came that close. Uh, I'm gonna say Bryce, baseball, Bryce Harper. Uh, Bryce Harper is incorrect. I believe he also hit thirty nine. Oh, this is not fair. Come on, man. Oh, oh, um, Marcus Dominic Simeon. Smith. Marcus Simeon. <laughs> I, I will allow the Marcus Simeon answer, not the Dominic Smith one. Uh, that is, Marcus Simeon is correct. 45 home runs. You have three answers uh, off the board and two are left. Luke Voigt. Is it possible? <laughs> not know that. No, it's not. Bo Bichette didn't hit that many home runs, did he? Is is that your is that your? your I'm answer? asking Nando. No, I don't think. No, no way, man. He he was like 32 tops. All right, then no, I don't have any more guesses, Nando. Uh, uh, Bryce Harper hit 35 home runs, by the way. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed Bryce Harper. That was a dumb waste. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I'm I'm uh my brain's not there yet, Frank. I'm still in football season, but yeah, this is bothering me. I'm trying to go through every single team. I wish I had him in front of me. No, I'm you should stuck. you should eliminate us. We're taking. I'm two stuck points. on Boston. Well, why do we all let's play? What a great idea. We got three of the answers. It's up to I don't think JD now. Martinez really did it. You know, I'm Frank trying to like, eliminate us. All right. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Austin Riley. Austin Riley. I will accept that answer, and it's not correct. He hit 33 home runs, but was not far off. All right. So you guys got Vlad. You got Vlad, Otani, and Semyon. <laughs> the Scott White family is swooping in for the steal. And I, I got a I got an answer here that I'm confident is right. That answer is the record-setting home run total from Salvador Perez. And that is correct. 48 home runs tied for first in baseball with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. The question I I wanted to ask regarding this group, Nando, would you feel comfortable using a mid-first-round pick on Shohei Otani this year? Oh, yeah, 100%. I love him. I mean, I know every league's a little different. If you can move him back and forth, but I I love him anywhere. Pitcher, if they're like, you can only use him as a pitcher, fine. Only as a hitter, fine. It's not like he's doing that two days off every week now. He's like he's playing. I love him. All in. All in. <laughs> all right. Did we get all the answers between us, or were there any? Oh, one answers? more. There was one yeah. more. The number five answer on the board, Fernando Tatis, hit forty-two home runs. Oh yeah. He, uh, okay, right. he did get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's okay. crazy with the injury that he had. He, like being injured and being out, and then also having to play with that injury. That's his insane. his his pace numbers are insane. I I. I think he really should be the first player drafted despite everybody's shoulder concerns. Yeah, he did that. 42 home runs, 25 steals, and 478 at-bats. It's just 
absolutely bonkers for uh, Fernando Tatis. Next up, uh, eight starting pitchers had 220-plus strikeouts. Eight starting pitchers had 220-plus strikeouts last season. Garrett Cole, or Adam, Garrett Cole. <laughs> I will accept that answer. That is the number three answer on the board. Can we please pass this? Scotty? Scott has a chance to get one and two. So you are passing. No, no, this is how it oh, works. Okay. You get a chance no. to, to beat us. And, oh, and, oh, okay. And whoever has um, the answer chooses. All right, so I'm going to say uh, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray was first in baseball, 248 strikeouts. Scott, would you like to pass or play? I'm going to pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He'll rue the day, Scott White. So we have Robbie Ray. At, I'm stuck the, on the Orioles again. The, the number one answer with 248. Garrett Cole, the number three answer with 243. Team Nando De you are on the clock. The ground didn't get there, did he? I know he missed a lot of time. Is that an official guess? That's I'm asking Nando. No, kind of no, no, he didn't play enough to get 200 strikeouts. All right, we won't we won't use him then. Or did uh, I think we should guess. I think we should guess him. Is that your official guess? No, he missed too much time. Shohei Otani. <laughs> is that is that a real guess? No, that's not a real guess. Come on. Um, Why not? How many do you think he had, Adam? Not that I, I should have played just for the good of the show, right? I know, right? Yeah, this is, uh, uh, right, right. exposing ourselves a little bit here. I know our first guess is going to be. Uh, <laughs> Jose Barrios. Jose Barrios is your first guess, and it is wrong, but not far off. 204 strikeouts. We're looking for 220 plus. There had to be someone on the Reds. I don't know anybody on the Reds. Not no. You have to carry a load here. <laughs> Wade Miley. Oh, I got it. I've got one. Is that a, is that your is that a real no, guess? No, no, no. How about Max uh, Freed? Can we try Max Freed? Uh, no, Max Scherzer. How about Max Scherzer? Only like the more obvious Max. <laughs> uh, is that an official? Yes, that's an official guess. All right, Max Scherzer is correct. 236 strikeouts, the number four answer on the board. I just remember Max Fried. I think he started game one with the Braves. So um, strikeouts aren't really his thing, though. Oh, that's come on, uh, dude. Yeah, even Scott's trying to help you out here. He's on the <laughs> other team. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? So there are going to be any Rays. They don't pitch enough. Padres, Blake Snell wasn't good enough. You Darvish didn't can, play enough. What? What is that? Come on, just name pitchers. You've done like ten drafts already. Who goes early? I don't know. I don't pay attention to that really. <laughs> I, only, I get an email when it's my turn. I'm oh, like, Walker okay, Bueller. Like, Walker Bueller. Oh, yeah, Walker Bueller. Yeah. Walker Bueller is a great guess, but it is wrong. He had two hundred and twelve strikeouts. Is that three really? strikes for us? That is two strikes. Okay. You got to come up with a guess. Only two hundred twenty-one more to go. <laughs> <laughs> Giants. No, the Giants were more statistically inclined last year. Yeah, they don't statistics teams don't like strikeouts. Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. Um uh Oh my god. Oh yeah, Brandon Woodruff. Uh no, uh, the other yeah. guy. What's his name? Uh Corbin Burns. <laughs> Josh Lindblom. Corbin Burns. Is that an official answer? Yes. Yeah, it Corbin is. Burns, yes. All right, Corbin Burns is correct. He had 234 strikeouts. He was the number five answer on the board. That's so Mr. Burns. So oh, we Shane have Bieber. oh Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber. <laughs> is that is that a real guess? Yes. 
All right, Shane Bieber, guys, just letting you know. Uh, he missed like 40 games. Through 96 and two-thirds innings last year for 134 <laughs> strikeouts. <laughs> okay, well, that's not his fault. All right, it's over. Right, I was All just right. saying names. So the number one, three, four, and five answers are off the board. Scotty, you have a 50% chance of getting this yeah. question right. I, I think I got number two. I think number two is Zach Wheeler. And for the win, you are correct. And the winner, Scotty Dubs. Good answer. Good job, Scott. Good answer. Thank you. That was Uh, a predictable outcome, I think, having watched (laughs) you guys work just now. Don't worry. We're a great team. Uh, Zach Wheeler, 247 strikeouts last year. Number one in the National League. Second in baseball behind only Robbie Ray. The only other answers we were looking for, number six, Kevin Gosman, 227. There was a pitcher on the Giants, Giants, Nando. So you were right about that. Uh, (laughs) Dylan Cease, seventh in baseball, 226 strikeouts. Mm. Number eight, despite the unlucky season and terrible ERA, Aaron Nola, 223 strikeouts last year. Season. I feel like I dropped Dylan Cease. No, I couldn't. You probably, you, you, prob- you, you possibly did if it was like yeah. a 12-team head-to-head league. It was our Roto League. It was our auction league. It was yeah. pretty up and down. Yeah, he was I think, a little rough early on. Wasn't there another White Sox pitcher with the same no, initials? Him. Who I kept him. was similarly kind of an okay prospect? That Are you talking about Michael Kopech? That's not- no, no. It was, it was like Dylan Cease. He was a DC. He was a DC? Yeah, oh, that, I don't know. That's... David Kreese. messing with you, right? That rings right. a bell, Nando, actually. Yeah. Hold on. I'll look, I'll look it up. I think it was White David Kreese, Nando. Statistics. All right. Yeah, um, do we do we want to play the third and final one? Just S for S's and G's or no? Uh, up to you. Let's go win. Every time Azer looks at his computer, a bell rings. <laughs> I think I've already won, technically. Yeah, technically Scott already won because he got two out of three. But yeah, let's play this Scott, last you've seen enough, Scott has seen enough Family Feud episodes to know that nobody has won. <laughs> Until the scores are tripled. <laughs> they triple the points. The show. I love it, but it makes no sense. And they have the worst prize. They have this car that nobody ever wins. They will go walk away with like 500 bucks. Okay, go ahead, Frank. I'm sorry. We've been playing possum all this time. Six players had 30 plus steals last season. I'm not cheating. I'm just texting. Scott. All right. Uh, the major league leader was Starling Marte. That is correct. He had 47 steals. Pass or play? I think everybody wants to see them play. So I'm going to pass. <laughs> All right. We have Adam and Nando. Five more players had 30-plus steals last season. We got this. Did Adabelto, Adabelto uh, that guy, Mondesi, did he do it? Is that an official guess? This is me asking Nando if this should be an official guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. Go for it. You know? Yes, Mondesi. All right. Adalberto Mondesi had 15 steals and 126 at-bats. So he was well on pace to <laughs> shatter that. But uh, yeah, that answer is incorrect. I got a crazy guess. All right. Why, do, why Miles, a crazy guess? Why not like Miles a Straw. Miles Straw is correct. Whoa! (laughs) 30 steals on the nose last year. You know why that's a bad thing, Nando? Because that was maybe the only one that Scott wasn't going to get. So now we're going to go third strike. No. No. Um, That was was good. Good job, Nando. uh, Nice one. So Trey Turner did not do this? You you tell me. Did he? Yeah, go ahead. Guess it. Trey Turner. Trey Turner did do it. He had 32 steals. There we go. All right, you might have Scott White on his heels now. 
Oh man, there was a random dude who went thirty thirty last year, and I cannot like tip my tongue. What about Marcus Simeon? That he didn't do it, did he? Um, I don't know. Set. Nando, are we accepting Marcus Simeon as an as a answer? Yeah, this is going to bother me who this 30-30 guy is, so Adam can do whatever he wants while I'm <laughs> racking my brain on this. What about Bichette? Uh, do you want to guess Marcus Simeon or Bo Bichette? Not it's Bo Bichette, man. Marcus Simeon's a Bichette. little old. Long in the tooth. Bichette had 25 steals last year. Ah. Just missed. That is your second strike. Uh, you have the number one, three, and four answers are off the board. Uh, Nando, what about... Um, Billy Hamilton. <laughs> oh, what about Let's that go. outfielder on the Orioles that had that great year? That, that was it. Cedric Mullins. Cedric ah, Mullins. Cedric yeah. Mullins is correct. 30 yeah. steals. The only player to go 30-30 last season. A damn azer. Yeah, man. Uh, don't think I can pull any magic out anymore. Uh, there are two answers left on the board. Man, I feel like Enrique what about, Hernandez. How about no. Tatis? Well, I think I revealed how many steals he had earlier in the show. Yeah, I think, and he also said there's only one 30-30 guy. Oh, I okay, true, true. <laughs> So, pass. Uh, I, nah, like I don't know anything. Red. I can't do any more, Nando. I'm out. All right, Nando, we're dependent on you. We, the team Frank did Azer team. <laughs> <laughs> you with us now? I'm with you. Unfortunately, I can't give an answer because I know all the. Tim Lacastro, maybe Tim Lacastro. I think he, I don't think he played enough. <laughs> uh, is that an official <laughs> answer? He probably had a good rate. Yeah, you know we're gonna go down with Tim Lacastro. All right, Tim Lacastro <laughs> for the win, and he had five steals in sixty-four <laughs> games. <laughs> By the way, Frank, you need uh you need to get yourself uh, the uh, where is it? Sorry. Yes. Yeah, the buzzer sounds. I'm, I'm lacking. I'm lacking uh, production here, Scotty. So I'm not confident in this one actually, but I'm, I'm going to go with the easiest answer I can think of. Not confident in it, but I'm going to say Whit Merrifield. And Whit Merrifield for the sweep mm. ah. is correct. Oh damn it! Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> no, yeah, Adam played that prematurely to, to throw everything off, but yeah, you're right. He had 40 steals, so he was second in baseball behind only Starling Marte. Uh, the other answer you didn't get tied with uh, Cedric Mullins and Miles Straw. Tommy Edmond had 30 steals last season. I was gonna oh, say no, no, say that's who I was thinking of. Not Tim yeah. Castro, Tommy Edmond. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just off. Oh man, uh, this was a lot of fun. We've we've gone well over. He's on pace here. for fifty. To be fair, <laughs> it is Nando. It is Adam and Scotty Dubs. Nando, you <laughs> are hosting the Athletic Fantasy Baseball podcast right now under the radar with DVR, Derek Van Riper, and Ian Khan. Is there anything else you'd like to promote while you're here? No, that's good. All right. Oh yeah, you know what? Check out Tuwaka. I think it's rum. I have no idea. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we appreciate it, Nando, and, and for you suffering through the cold of your garage, I uh, do appreciate no, it. No, I do have to, I have to run. I'm getting text messages actually like they're awake. Yeah, so. yeah, I think I think you got, we got we got to cut this off. Adam. <laughs> Too loud in the garage. Adam, we appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. We're going to wrap there. For Adam, Nando, and Scott, I am Frank. Thank you all for listening and watching Fantasy Baseball. Today we'll be back again on Monday. Bye-bye. CBS. 
Yes Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus.